hey guys welcome back to another episode of getting animated how are you guys all feeling i hope you guys are feeling well looking well and things are going great for you um this is like day 8,000 of quarantine i feel like i've been in the house for way too long uh, i'm tired I'm tired of being in the house. Like, I miss conventions so much. Like, I was going through all the old pictures and stuff. You start reminiscing about going outside. Well, I had one of those moments, and I was just looking at, like, all my anime expo, all my wasabi con pictures. Like, all my con pictures I was just, like, looking at and sadly, like, staring at and then staring out a window and crying. Sad music started playing. You know the drill. Um, I really wish... I really hope this whole thing ends up ending soon. I know things probably won't go back to normal right away or back to normal ever, you know what I mean? In the aspect of things going back the exact same way it used to be, but I definitely hope things start having some type of normalcy again soon. I hope you guys are staying safe. If you guys have to work during this quarantine, um, I pray that you are staying safe. Um, your families are all good and all that good stuff. So let's jump into anime news, shall we? For everybody cooped up in the house right now, Funimation announced on Tuesday that it will be collaborating with a virtual reality theater company, Big Screen, to offer anime films and live action films through VR theater screening events and video on demand. Funimation began streaming a promotional video for the announcement. The streaming screening, say that three times fast, will be available on pay-per-view basis at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And here are some of the movies that they are going to be having. Um, Your Name, which is coming out May 1st. May 8th, My Hero, Two Adventures. My Hero Academia, Two Heroes. Uh, May 15th is going to have Akira. May 21st is going to have The Disappearance of Haru Shuzumiya. Uh, May 29th is The Girl Who Left Through Time. I want to see that one. Uh, June 5th is going to be Sword of the Stranger. And then June 12th is going to be I Am a Hero. The following movies will be available on demand. So these are going to be the ones that we'll be able to just buy um, as soon as possible. Some of those include Your Name, um, The Girl Who Left Through Time, Steins Gate, Fairy Tale, Akira, Attack on Titan, um, Parasite Part 1 and 2, Eden of the East, they have Assassination Classroom, the movie, and a bunch of other ones. You could definitely go ahead and check that out. Um, I'm excited because I want to be able to watch a lot of these films in the comfort of my home anyway. So now that there's a availability for it, I'm very excited for it. And I think you guys should definitely watch it. I mean, your name duh that's gonna be something i'm gonna watch just because i can let me know if you guys are gonna be doing any um movie screenings so maybe we could all virtually get together and try and do this thing try to make it like a family movie night maybe you know like an anime family i'm down for that Next, I'm really, really excited to announce a new anime project involving June Media, the scriptwriter for Clanid, Canon, and Air, will be announced on May 10th. Now, there hasn't been any news about it. We don't know what's going on. But guys, if you see Clanid, you know the excitement is so real. Clanid is so good. It's so sad. Air is so sad. Like, there's just 
an essence whenever he comes out with anything it's just mm, chef kiss perfect and i'm so excited for it um i don't even know what it is and i'm excited for it that's just based on his track record okay hopefully kyle um kyle to animation will be the ones handling it and if so i'm so excited because back in what 2012 11 like they 2009 Kyoto animation was doing stuff like air which is really pretty but i can't imagine seeing something in 2020 by them by that creator like it's just gonna be a crazy mix-up and i can't wait like ugh! and just to let you know as soon as i get any more information i will be dropping it Next, I want to talk about delays because there are a lot of anime delays that are happening. You're probably wondering what's not and what is. So I'm going to go ahead and go through a list of some of the anime that is going to be delay delayed because of COVID-19. So there is going to be a little bit of a list because a lot of them did get delayed. But uh, I'm just going to go through them. Um, so you have Sword Art Online, ReZero Season 2, Idolish 7, Second Beat, um, Opera Ramen, Food Wars, which honestly, who is still watching Food Wars at this point? Like, y'all are really happy for this fifth season because I feel like Food Wars has been going on for so long, but I still cannot tell you for the life of me what the plot is. Um, <laughs> uh, No Guns, No Life, the second season, My Teen Romantic, Comedy, um, SNAFU Climax, um, Diary of Our Days at the Breakwater, The Millionaire Detective, the Millionaire Detective, Balance Unlimited. I'm so sad about this because I think we got only three seasons and now it's completely, it's like gone. It's coming back, I think, June 15th, but ugh, it's such a long time from now. Um, Pokemon, Digimon Adventure, One Piece, A Certain Scientific Railgun T. Um, that's supposed to be airing its 13th episode on May 1st. You have A3 Season Spring and Summer. That will be resumed April 6th. Um, the Misfit of Demon King Academy, Card Fight, Healing Good Precore, Borto, Promised Neverland Season 2, The Irregular at Magic High Season 2, uh, Major Second Season 2, Dual Masters King, Kingdom Season 3, Black Clover, and Gundam Build Drivers, Re-Rise, second season so those are all of the anime that has been delayed on the as of april 27th um so yesterday so those are all the anime that is delayed as of yesterday um it sucks because remember i said like regardless of corona or not anime is gonna come out well that did not age very well because that's not true at all but I am glad they're delayed because I would prefer our favorite creators to be home safe than to be working and putting themselves in danger just for our entertainment. Um, if anything, this gives you more reason to hop on my anime list and go look at what you've been neglecting. Look at all those ones that you didn't watch last season or the season before, the ones you never got to finish. Um, just go back and look and see what you can find. I'm pretty sure there's enough anime out there that will keep us preoccupied. And that's it for anime news this week. Let's take a break. 
there seems to be a present theme this season. Saiyan. If you don't know what Saiyan means, Saiyan is a genre of anime like shonen, except instead of being geared for younger boys, it's geared for men in their 20s and 50s. You guys hear me talk about my favorite genre, Jose, which is basically the counterpart to Saiyan, except Jose instead of being geared to men or geared to older women. And I wanted to talk about why those two genres are so important to today's millennials. And of course, I wanted to talk about some of my favorite Saiyan anime out right now. So let's discuss it. I think my favorite thing about Saiyan is his ability to touch on everything and anything. So when you think of Shonen, you think of Dragon Ball Z, you think of Naruto, you think of shows that are just kind of the cliche idea of what an anime is. While when you think of Saiyan, you should expect a lot more gore, maybe even some more nudity, a lot of political commentary. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that you can expect in Saiyan that you wouldn't necessarily see in the Shonen. So I like to think of Shonen being probably like PG-13 and down, and then Saiyan being rated R, NC-17, all that stuff. So that gives the creator a lot more room to work and talk about anything and everything else. For example, if you take Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan has so many elements of violence. It has so many elements of political commentary just between um, the king and the thought processes. Like, There's a lot more deep meaning that you probably wouldn't see in a regular typical shonen like Naruto. Of course, Naruto has its moments where it does get a little bit deeper than usual, but when you compare the two, they're very different. Um, also, if you guys have ever seen Monster, it's a psychological thriller, but it touches on a lot of hard-hitting themes that you wouldn't typically see for a younger audience. So that's something that I've always appreciated and loved about Saiyan because as I've gotten older, um, my taste in manga and anime has completely changed, you know? Um, I still like to watch my girly shoujo sometimes, but there's other times where I crave for something that's just more adult themed and something that I can resonate a little bit more. Another thing that I love about Saiyan anime is the fact that it's able to capture so many different types of audiences. Now, you can basically say that with any type of anime uh, genre out there, they can all grasp different age groups, different um, ethnicities and all that stuff, but when I think of Saiyan anime and Jose anime as well, I think about the different aspects in it and I feel like there really is a range of people that like different types of Saiyan. Um, for example, if we're going to talk about Attack on Titan, I mean, young and old people liked it, which was kind of weird for me because when I remember watching Attack on Titan at first, I was just like, why are younger kids so into it? I mean, of course they probably just like it because it's violent and cool looking, but I was just kind of like, maybe they shouldn't be watching this, you know? Like, I've always questioned if that's even something um, that should be shown to younger kids, but I digress. I feel like saying, although it's geared for men in their 20s to 50s, 
that's definitely not the only fans that like them you know and i feel like women of all ages can also resonate with a lot of the male characters or the male leads or just the storylines that are provided so so i think that's one of the unique and amazing things about saying and jose genres that they're able to grasp all different types of fans and with that being said these shows are so important for millennials like me because they give us something to resonate with a lot of us have grown up with anime from sailor moon case closed naruto bleach all that stuff and although we do look to anime as an escape from the day-to-day -day realities that we have, I think there's a special place in our hearts where if we take something that we love, like anime, and apply the real life and the real world problems that we go through, it makes it more comforting, you know? Like watching a certain character go through something can make you feel like you aren't alone in whatever you're going through. Like for example, Sing Yesterday to Me is a very popular saying that's going on right now. Um, and everything about this show resonates with me and after talking to a lot of other older adults, it resonates with them as well. The pressure and the idea that you know, after college, you're supposed to go and know exactly where you're going, know exactly what you're doing. And sometimes life doesn't work out like that. And you are still stuck in that retail job. You're still trying to figure it out. You don't have your life together as so many of us thought we would as soon as we graduated high school or even as soon as we graduated college. A lot of us have put so much emphasis on being a certain way in the idea of what we were supposed to be and then when it doesn't work out it could be a little disheartening you know and I think with seeing yesterday to me it shows so many different layers of unrequited love it shows that feeling of when somebody comes back home to your small town but you're still doing the same thing the overwhelming feeling of you just not being enough I feel like Sing Yesterday to me has touched on so many emotions on just like three episodes. It's insane. And I highly recommend it, especially if you're in your 20s and struggling and trying to find your way through this crazy world because it's great. Shows like that and manga like Tokyo Terabara Girls are just so important. It shows us that navigating through this world is not easy and it is not something that we should just know off the bat and i think that is so important especially for all of us in this prime age of not knowing what the hell is going on um so with that being said i want to talk to you about some of my favorite saying now like i said the funny thing about saying is it can go from anywhere from a slice of life like miss kobayashi's dragon maid to erased to like a hard hitter um like parasite or tokyo ghoul so there's a lot that i could talk about but the first one on my list is obviously going to be erased if you haven't seen erased what are you doing baby what are you doing you need to go watch that anime right now stop what you're doing you can 
can find it somewhere go watch it it is so good if you like mystery you like murder erase is perfect for you the next i want to talk about is obviously mushishi now my fiance actually loves 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 this anime it took him forever to watch it because he loved it so much he didn't want to go through the series so fast um mushishi is beautiful it is like um how do i explain it it's like this guy basically travels from town to town and he deals with mushishi and you just get a different character story each town and it's really interesting it really is interesting it's beautiful to look at and it's very um emotional uh there's different stories that go through it so it's kind of like a traveling person storyline kind of like how um samurai shampoo is but each person's case is different and some of them are more emotional than the others and i definitely recommend it of course we have march comes in like a lion again emotional hard hitting it talks about a bunch of different stuff that i just love i mean i really adore this series it talks on mental health it talks about anxiety it talks about depression just everything you could think of march comes in like a lion and it's so cute the way that it's drawn is just adorable to me another saying that i'm actually obsessed with i did a whole episode about it a long long time ago it's probably one of my most listened to episodes as well it's called the woman called fujiko mine it's a lupin the third series however it is based off of um mine fujiko's whole experience and her thoughts and it's mostly centered around her but it's such a good series i highly recommend it like please stop what you're doing and watch it i think it's on funimation still i watched it i loved it so much again it was one of those series that i took forever to finish because i loved it so much and those are just to name a few. There's a bunch more that you can find. I mean, honestly, if you type in Saiyan anime and look it up, you'd be surprised on what would be considered Saiyan. So what is your favorite Saiyan? I'd love to hear from you guys. And thank you guys so much for listening. You can follow me on Getting Animated on Instagram and Twitter, along with Destiny Senpai on Twitter. I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Bye.